0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Savvy Citizen, a podcast for and about Gaston County. On the pod this week, we're talking with Brittany Bryson and Chantel Stevenson from Bunny Blessings. Brittany is the president and founder of Bunny Blessings, and Chantel is the Bunny Systems Administrator. Stay tuned to learn more about Bunny Blessings and about their mission to love one another. Stay tuned.
1: Mark your calendars. Gaston Max is back and better than ever. Come to downtown Gastonia on Saturday, March 23rd to enjoy live music performances, games for kids, interactive art experiences, and much more. The event is free. Be on the lookout for announcements about musical headliners in the months ahead.
0: All right, we're going to hop right into the interview. I just said that pun, I had to say it again. <laughs> um, uh, I am Elizabeth McGee, your host today alongside Adam Gobb. and today we are speaking with Brittany and Chantel from Bunny Blessings. Welcome.
2: Hi, thank you for having us.
0: And yes,
1: thank you. We, we really like doing the podcast in general, but this is a really exciting day for us because they brought two of their stars. And so they're here in the office behind us as we're doing the recording. So we're going to try to focus on the interview. But if <laughs> yeah. just, if we seem distracted, that's
0: why. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are what are their names? And can you describe the bunnies that are here?
2: Sure. Well, it was actually a hot debate this morning who was going to come. Because okay. we have a big following on social media. And mm-hmm. so I posted we were doing a podcast, who should we take? And so Ooh. everybody had to chime in. <gasps> Who we should bring, so.
1: So these are, these are the crowdsourced winners? These are winners. Wow.
3: <laughs> what are their names? Um, we brought Harley, and he is a Harlequin Dutch bunny. He looks like a calico cat, if he were a kitty cat. He does. Yes. And we have Scruffy. Scruffy is a mix between... An Angora and a Holland lop. So he has the floppy ears of a Holland lop and he has the poofiness of an Angora. He looks like a dandelion right now he does. because he's due for a trim.
0: They get haircuts.
3: Yes. Angoras get ha- haircuts. Oh,
0: are they? They're like sheep kind of? Yes. I, I know. I think of Angora sweater. So that's where my mind is going. Yes.
3: Angora bunnies are actually bred for their fur.
0: Oh, wow. It makes sense. He is, He yeah. basically looks like a giant. Duster, <laughs> yes, <laughs> he, he is the definition of dust bunny. Yes, he is. <laughs> well, I want to come back to. Uh, wait, what are the names? Harlequin? No, not Harlequin. Harley, 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 the yes. Harlequin. Harley mm-hmm. and Scruffy. Yes, yes. All right, we're going to come back to Harley and Scruffy, right. but let's talk about Bunny Blessings first. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Brittany, you are the president and founder of Bunny Blessings. Can you give us a quick overview of? Um, Where did the idea for Bunny Blessings come from? This is such a unique concept, and I'm curious to know how it all started.
2: Yes, so there were several things that came together to open the door for this ministry. Um, Our pastor was doing a sermon series on loving one another in your community. At the same time that I was, uh, my children had been homeschooling them for several years. They were going back to school. There were just several transitions going on. Mm -hmm. We had a pet rabbit named Oscar in our family for several years, and it was always really cool. When people would come over, they'd be like, I didn't know a rabbit could do that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know a rabbit could be so social. Uh, Oscar would basically park himself in front of the fridge, begging for blueberries. He knew tricks. He was a really cool rabbit. And so I was kind of looking for things to do. I have a background as a physician assistant, so I'm a a bit of a nurturer, and I, I don't mind being in hospitals and different things like that. So all these things came together to find a way to love people with rabbits. And so that was in 2019. We started getting some rescue rabbits, working with them to socialize them, And started taking them out into our community. And the first ones we were doing was nursing homes, assisted livings. That's still about 80% of what we do. um, Just to share some joy with the people there. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Is that something where I would imagine at the start, like you're doing a lot of the outreach, but now because you've been around for almost five years, you're probably getting requests from, People saying, "Hey, would you mind coming to X, Y, and Z?"
2: Absolutely. So in the beginning, I had like three rabbits in my house, a few rabbits in my garage, <laughs> and we were asking some of the local nursing homes, assisted living. Can we come see you? And but very quickly, that uh, is now at seventeen rabbits. We have like fifty volunteers. Oh my! We goodness. have our own bunny barn in Belmont because people wanted to come see us too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And yes, we get requests from all over um, the Charlotte area. We go up to about an hour away. We've been down into South Carolina. We've been to Georgia. We've been asked to come to the governor's mansion. Wow. We get around. We get a lot of requests. And we get requests from two or three hours away that people have heard of us. We can't travel that far with the bunnies. (sighs) But we definitely have quite the following at this point.
0: Yeah. Where where do the bunnies live when they're not? being pet do they live in the bunny barn
2: the majority of the bunnies do live in the bunny barn 14 of them live there Mm -hmm. and then we have three that live with uh, some of our volunteers so Mm -hmm. for example harley lives with chantel and her Uh,
3: family oh and talk a little bit about what that's like to live with a bunny Mm -hmm. oh he has well My daughter takes care of him. She is his primary handler. Uh I'm secondary, but he pretty much has her entire bedroom. She has a loft bed that Uh she lives in, and Harley has the floor. Wow. So he is the boss. Is he,
0: (laughs) does he free roam?
3: Yes, he does. And he does have, um, sometimes where he's in the entire house. We also have two poodles that uh-huh. he lets them know who's boss. They're afraid of him. Oh. It's hilarious. Standard yeah. poodles, yes, afraid. Wow. But um he's very loving and it's it's cool cuz he is everyone's therapy bunny. Yeah. My husband works um at the courthouse and he comes home to hug a bunny. Oh. Because it's it's just a good a good release of stress and worries yeah. and anxieties and I think that's why uh, Bunny Blessings is such a huge hit everywhere because everybody's carrying something on their shoulders and it's amazing what a little five pound bunny can take
0: (laughs) it is (laughs) uh, why don't you talk a little bit about the impact that bunny blessings has had what what do you see happen when you share the bunnies with a nursing home or a group of kids
2: I'd say it's, it's just like when we came in here, I mean, as we walked in the doors downstairs, they're like, Oh, do you have bunnies? Do you really have bunnies? Can we see, can we come? Um, and then people saying, it's the best day. Uh, and we get that almost everywhere we go. People are very excited and it, it does. It goes across all generations from little two, three year olds get super excited up to one hundred and three, hundred and three hundred and five year olds. Mm-hmm. They just light up and smile when they see the bunnies. Mm-hmm.
1: It's kind of hard not to. Yeah. Like short of being like, dead inside like how do you how do you not look at the rabbits and go well that just made my day about 500 times better (laughs)
0: yes are bunnies good pets
3: oh yes they're a lot of work but they are wonderful pets Mm -hmm. because like uh with Brittany said with oscar our he's our our leading bunny what would you call him our mascot Mm -hmm. um He was just, I mean, you have joy. You see him. And when bunnies are happy, they jump in the air and twist their bodies. It's called a binky. (laughs) So there's nothing quite like seeing your bunny binky when you walk into the room. Because you know, and they are, they're social creatures. Uh, Most of the bunnies that we have in the barn are bonded. Uh So we laugh. We have a lion head named Poppy. She's Uh just a white floof ball. And her husband, (laughs) Willie, is also very much attached to her. And Mm -hmm. it's neat to walk in the barn and just see them chilling out, laying beside each other, Mm -hmm. enjoying that social part of, you know, being together, Mm -hmm. which is also that's a connection to our community. Because when they see them, everybody bonds with the bunny. We have nursing home people that we visited before, and they will ask specifically for a bunny Mm -hmm. because it's just there's that connection. Yeah. What do bunnies like to do? How do they spend their time?
2: Well, I mean, as far as being pets, they can be trained to use litter boxes. They basically train themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, They'll use a litter box. They groom themselves. Um, They're curious, though.
3: They uh, like to explore. They do, Mm -hmm. and they
2: do like to chew. So we do tell people they're excellent pets, but they're just as much work as a dog or a cat. Um, Mm -hmm. They love to chew. Their teeth grow three inches per year, so they're constantly chewing on things to wear that down. Mm. And they don't care whether they're chewing on a pine log or your baseboards or Apple (laughs) computer (laughs) charger. So, yeah, very careful um, with them as pets to (laughs) watch what they're chewing on.
3: That's true. Harry, our Angora, who lives with a volunteer, um, he likes spicy hay. That's what we call... The cords. uh, The cords. (laughs) Spicy (laughs) hay. Yeah, and they'll
2: do it quick as a blink.
3: (laughs) That's true because Harley actually did recently um, find some spicy hay in Sarah's room. Mm -hmm. She had a little uh, projector-like thing that shows uh, snowflakes on her ceiling Mm -hmm. since it's, you know, getting to be Christmas time. And, uh, yeah, Harley found it. So we don't have any more snowflakes in the bedroom (laughs) right now. So you have to be very careful with the wires and the... Yeah, so you
0: basically have to, like... I need proof your house yes yes, yes. yes the, the house is designed for the rabbit not the other oh, way exactly.
3: well, it can be I mean you can train them I mean like yeah. use um what is it the ivory soap
2: I put ivory soap on the baseboards oh to keep Oscar from chewing on those uh-huh. but once
3: they get the taste I mean they know and associate that and Yuck. it stops and they eventually will stop
1: yeah. yeah yeah we had to do something similar with our we, we've all of our dogs have been rescues and so like training them like not to chew on certain things we use like a bitter apple spray and Mm -hmm. it worked really well to kind of keep them from um reimagining our sofa
0: (laughs) that's such a polite way of putting it
1: (laughs) It one of them before we started doing that um made it into some sort of abstract art so we no (laughs) longer have that sofa
0: (laughs) Mm, mm, too special too special yeah So talk a little bit more about some of the groups, because I know the bunny barn is pretty new, isn't it?
2: Yes. So the first two years of our ministry, we were doing the nursing homes, assisted livings mostly. Mm -hmm. And then COVID hit, you couldn't go into any of those uh, locations. And so, and and meanwhile, people have been asking, can we come see the bunnies? Can I bring my kids to see your bunnies? And again, my house and the garage were not therapeutic settings. So (laughs) during that time, I always thought it's crazy for anybody to try to move during COVID, but- my family moved we moved to uh, belmont so we were in cramerton originally Mm -hmm. and uh, there was a five acres property that was in belmont that came on the market and it had a horse barn which we ended up removing from the property and built the bunny barn Mm -hmm. um which is very nice the the bunnies are very spoiled so they Mm -hmm. have heating cooling a large Mm -hmm. size fridge that's stocked at all times and so that was for people to be able to come to us and so during that time we started um figuring out we had Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, church groups, Holy Angels, um, mm-hmm. all kinds of people coming to the Bunny Barn. We do field trips uh, with Paige Primary. Mm-hmm. Basically, anybody that asks to come see the barn, we set it up for them. And then once COVID eased off, we were able to go back out in the community. So now we do both. Mm-hmm. And I would say this year we'll reach a little over 8,000 people. Yeah. Uh,
0: about how much space does each bunny get in the barn? Because I saw a
3: picture on your website. They look, It looks like teeny tiny horse stalls, kind of. Um, it is about that size. Yeah. But I mean it's a good space. It's a good amount of space because they can stretch out, they can yeah. jump up and that's important. But they also kinda of go into sure. our bunny care shifts. Sure. We have, like Brittany said, about fifty volunteers. We have two shifts of volunteers that come, one in the morning and one in the evening that lets the bunnies out into the entire barn to run, play, oh, binky, fun. Yeah. yes, explore. Make, a, you know, a little bit of a mess. <laughs>
2: they have tunnels, castles, all kinds of things to play They have
3: on. a bus and a slide. Wow. And so, yes, they are given lots of freedom. But we have those two shifts of volunteers that come in to do cleaning, feeding, making sure they all have fresh water. So it sounds
0: like the funnest volunteer job I've ever heard
3: of. Yes. <laughs>
0: it's a good gig. It is a good gig.
3: <laughs> I, I love the gig. But, I mean, with the the bunny barn has given us opportunities, too, that we now have a junior bunny brigade that oh we offer for it's for kids, sorry. Um we should have, young adult, and hard. We should uh, have a young at heart junior hmm. bunny brigade. A senior but bunny brigade. <laughs> it gives it gives kids the opportunity to come in and to learn about the ministry, how they can contribute. Um we had one uh, Actually, sweet little girl that participated in our summer camps. We're going to be having our third annual summer camp this coming 2024. Uh, but she uh, loves the ministry, and the Lord has given this girl a uh, gift. She had a lemonade stand at her house and raised how much money? Did this sweet a little, little over
2: seven hundred dollars. <gasps> That's a lot for a lemonade stand. It is. She says she's going to do them all the time now. Yes,
3: but <laughs> she has such a passion for the ministry. I mean, yeah. she's she's like a firecracker. She's amazing, and we've been blessed by her being a part of the ministry. Yeah. But that's that's Junior Bunny Brigade and the summer camps, and that's what it's all about: is bringing these kids in and giving them an opportunity to learn about rabbits, mm-hmm. see how yes, they're great pets, but they're lots of work. You've yeah. got to be responsible. Yeah. And so we have fun. We learned the bunny hop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But we do crafts, but we also, I mean, give them that chance. Some of them use their allowance and give their allowance to pay their monthly. uh, We encourage them to pay a monthly amount to help the ministry. Mm -hmm. Um, But they get to come in once a quarter and do service projects. So we'll either clean the barn, clean out the stalls, clean out um, yoga mats. Because as you can see below, we use the yoga mats to save your floor. Mm -hmm. Um, But they also get messy. So we get to clean those. I mean, it's just good things that the kids can do Mm -hmm. to learn how they can give and be a part. Mm -hmm.
0: You've also, I, when you arrived um, and introduced us to Harley, you mentioned that he's a rescue rabbit. Are a lot of your rabbits rescues?
2: They are all actually rescue rabbits. Really? I'll let her share Harley's story, but yeah. yes, they're all rescue rabbits. Um, we get them from kind of all over the place, but Carolina Waterfowl Rescue, Brother Wolf rescue is in Asheville. Uh-huh. And then lots of people will just reach out to us about, hey, we have this yeah. bunny wanting yeah. to re the bunny. Yeah. But they're all rescue bunnies. She can tell you Harley's story. Yeah, will you tell story. us Harley's yes. story? I love
3: Harley's story. Harley was found when he was about four weeks old, That's according to so the vet. so
2: small. Yes, he was <laughs> left
3: in a broken-down crate somewhere in Belmont without food or water. Um, whoever found him took him to Belmont Urgent Vet, but they only usually focus on cats and dogs, and uh, they contacted Brittany. Brittany contacted another volunteer who went pretty quickly to urgent vet to get Harley and brought him back to the barn and helped him, um, give him water and some, was he okay? No, I mean, he was completely dehydrated. Um, they gave him some critical care feed that we provide, um, in a syringe for him, but he responded so quickly. And you can tell just by his personality, um, he was showered, um, almost for a week by our loving volunteers in the bunny barn. Um, the day before it would have been a week was my bunny care shift, my daughter and my my shift. And I met him, held his little tiny self in my hands. He fit in just two hands. And he licked my nose. And I I was, yeah. <laughs> How, do was How do you not? How do you not just melt? <laughs> I look at my daughter. I'm like, well, we could bun nap him because she'd already <laughs> prepped her room. She had been begging for a bunny inside. And I'm like, okay, so, okay, Lord, let's just do this. Yeah. And so I was actually driving my Jeep at that time, which was a little loud, but she held him in her lap as we, uh, yeah, we escaped with the bunny and brought him home. And he has just been a blessing to us and a blessing to others. Um, he is actually one of our superstars in our Reading with Rabbits program mm. that we'll talk about a little bit later. Sure. But yeah, Harley, he's he's amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Do So do a lot of the rabbits have stories similar to Harley's? And is there an issue with Rabbits being abandoned,
2: definitely. So, lots of people will get rabbits. Maybe they cost ten bucks at the flea market, oh. or they'll get them for their child for Easter, a little baby bunny, mm-hmm. and 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 you so you can get a rabbit very cheaply. But when you start looking at how much it costs to feed them and take care of them, and then you need to get them spayed or neutered, and yeah. that's going to run you a couple hundred dollars, yeah. and suddenly they're looking at this ten dollar rabbit and thinking, I don't want to spend that much on a bunny. And and the bunny gets older, yeah, it's still cute, but it's not tiny anymore. They become hormonal, so if you haven't spayed or neutered them, you're going to mm-hmm. have some additional problems. They're not going to be a great pet if they're mm-hmm. not if they're hormonal. So, um, so then people, yeah, after a few months, and, and they also don't realize they can live eight to twelve years. They think maybe it's more like a hamster or a goldfish. We'll have it for a few months. They're just not ready for what it takes to have a
0: pet bunny. rabbit versus hamster, very
3: different animals. Very
2: different animals. Okay.
0: Yes.
3: (laughs) Um, Well, I I have two hamsters at home. Sarah loves animals. Uh And their lifespan is about two years. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: So then the people will think, oh, well, it's a rabbit. They can survive outside. I see rabbits outside. So then they'll just put them outside. Can they? No, they're domestic. So it's just like putting your golden retriever outside and thinking yeah. it's like a wolf or coyote and it's going to be fine. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, so no, the bunnies, they don't have any protective uh, measures. They don't have any yeah.
3: instincts to survive. Yeah. So you just know. said
2: these are domesticated rabbits. Correct. So they're not cottontails. What you see outside is a cottontail. Uh-huh. And they do have some more. I mean, they can run faster. They can dig better. Yeah. They have yeah some ways to survive. It's like the
0: difference vulnerable.
2: between a chihuahua and a wolf. Right. Okay. Exactly. Yes. So. Got it. <laughs> so, they, so they get put outside or people just don't want them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then they take them to yeah. shelters so or they let them out. And yeah. So like, for instance, Scruffy over there, when we took him, that was his fifth home. So oh. even though he's an awesome bunny, he has a great personality. He's basically like a dog. He's super friendly. follows he's you around. big. Yeah, he's big. I mean, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. But- People that didn't know exactly what they wanted, yeah. you know, what I to mean, do with the bunny. A rabbit's not a very
0: common pet, so it's understandable that people wouldn't have full information or maybe have some wrong assumptions about right. what it's like to take care of a rabbit. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, is this part? Is this education part of what y'all do when you bring the bunnies around?
3: Absolutely, and that's like with the Junior Bunny Brigade in our summer camps because. I mean, it's a generation thing because generations past rabbits were raised for food. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, They were kept outside in very small cages or hutches. And that's, I mean, it's just an educational thing because a bunny can live like that, but it's not the best life Mm -hmm. for a bunny because bunnies are social. Bunnies love people. They love to interact with each other as long as they're spayed or neutered. And uh, (laughs) because, like I said, when they were raised for meat, I mean, they do multiply like gremlins. Yeah. um, Because a a rabbit can reproduce every 30 days. She can. Yes.
1: Holy cow.
3: Yeah. Okay. Indeed. So it is an educational thing. Yes.
0: Yeah. So I I think you kind of touched on this a little earlier, but why bunnies? Why did you consider any other animal when the idea for this came about?
2: No, part of it was because of that original bunny that we had, and it's just so unique. Like lots of people, when we go, they'll say, I've never held a bunny before, or they've certainly not, they've never seen different bunnies like we have. We have little from one-pound bunnies to 13-pound bunnies, short fur, long fur, all different colors, so it's very unique, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's always kind of neat. Another thing is um, some people can be scared of cats or dogs or horses,
3: but
2: it's extremely rare for us to come across anybody that's scared of the bunnies, Yeah, Um, and even if they're hesitant, we'll give them a super chill bunny that's just going to totally lay there. Yeah, (laughs) Um, It's also neat because, again, since we have 17, there's some um, circumstances where we need to take in lots of the bunnies, so there was a a student that passed away at a high school here in Gaston County last year. Um, They messaged us about coming in to help with some grief support, Mm -hmm. and we were able to take all 17 bunnies, 15 volunteers within 48 hours, we were there. And you're not going to see 17 dogs or 17 horses able to right. go into the school. So yeah. there's just some scenarios like that that we're able to do mm-hmm. that other therapy animals are not able to. do. Yeah. I mean, when you
0: came in here, you so basically the setup looks like two little kind of pens with a yoga mat, a litter box with hay in it,
2: and a bunny. And that's it. It's yes. a pretty efficient setup. <laughs> it is. And, and you'll notice that Scruffy has a rug instead of the yoga mat. Oh. Otherwise, he would have eaten half of it by the time we leave really? here. So <laughs> it, some of being a volunteer is knowing the different bunnies, what kind of mischief they like to get into, knowing their personalities. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes, we, we've got the, the setup pretty streamlined. We have a bunny van. It's parked outside. It's got cheerful bunnies all over it. That's what we use to drive to take them. Mm-hmm.
1: You, you talked about what, the opportunity to, to, to go into the school. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that that's kind of a great opportunity, but also, I mean, you're, you're in some cases dealing with people that are dealing with some really heavy trauma. Um, is it still kind of just, you provide the the bunnies and kind of step back or is it a chance for you guys as, as the humans behind the bunnies to kind of have that interaction with the people that you're serving too?
2: So it somewhat depends. Uh, that particular situation, they had grief counselors there okay. that were certified to do that. So we step back and let the professionals handle that. Um, we're just there really just to talk to them, smile. Um, and and that's the same thing at the nursing homes. Lots of times they love the bunnies, but really they love our volunteers too, smiling mm-hmm. and talking to them because they don't necessarily get a lot of, of visitors. Yep. Um And and they just like to, they like to hear our stories. So several of our volunteers, they love to tell the stories of the bunnies. People love to listen to that. That makes them smile. Um, Yeah. So just, just sharing with the people
3: seems to make them happy.
1: You you mentioned earlier that you've got a a reading program. Reading,
3: reading with rabbits.
1: So is this something that you guys partner with the school district on or, or how did, how did this come about?
3: Um, It's funny because my daughter, Sarah actually was talking with me about it before it, and we had another volunteer that kind of ran with the idea and she helped coordinate it with the media specialist at Page Primary in Belmont. Okay. Um, the program is focused mainly on first graders and getting them more enthusiastic about reading because we compete with video games and yep. just the, you know, TV and constant visual entertainment. Yep. And we're losing that passion for reading. And I love to get lost in a book. So it's one of my passions as well is to get out there. And let a first grader sit and hold a rabbit while the other first grader reads to them for about five minutes Mm -hmm. and then they swap. And so (laughs) it's, you know, it's kind of like that stick and carrot. and so they get to experience the joy hey this rabbit is cool and it's funny because harley and scruffy are two superstars with this program because they will look at the book and they like to listen
0: they like getting read story oh my god yes
3: and um, so it is an awesome opportunity for us to say hey come read because it's great and these kids will will catch me in the grocery store I actually had one and had a moment a senior moment myself because the kid remembered me and I'm just like oh no but i you know eventually i'm like oh reading with rabbits this is awesome how it's reaching more than, than we would even imagined in the beginning mm-hmm. that we can share love. And that's our, our motto, John thirteen thirty four, love one another. We're loving others with these bunnies mm-hmm. and, and it's affecting them in reading and encouraging them to improve those reading skills. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I was introduced to the book, Pete the Cat. I love my new shoes. And the little kid sat there and <laughs> sang this song to the bunny and Harley was just sitting there taking it all in. It was just great.
0: Oh. It's so simple and it's so impactful. I love it. <laughs> yes. Well, is there anything else that y'all wanted to talk uh, talk about or touch on before we
2: wrap up today? There was a couple of stories we were going to share with y'all, that's Please okay. Please do. Um, so one of the first ones that really was kind of a wow thing to us, eye-opening of what kind of impact the ministry could have, we were at a nursing home and an elderly lady came out. She was being pushed by her adult daughters in her wheelchair and our volunteer, Rita, was holding a, a, one of our bunnies, Buster. And they said, look, Mom, let's see the bunny. So the mom reached out and was petting Buster and kind of cooing at him. And the daughter said, well, we need to go now. We love you. And She said, I love you too, which we didn't think a whole lot of until later we found out that the lady had not spoken in months um, she was actually on hospice there, and she passed away a few weeks after that, and her daughters reached out to us to let us know what that had meant to them, that they got wow. to hear their mom say, I love you one last time, and that wow. that was her last good day. Aww. So that was one of the first things that was really awesome. Um, we also had a 103-year-old lady wow. at a uh, assisted living that I had – so we have bunny strollers. I, I sometimes make fun of people with pet strollers, but we have pet strollers now. So <laughs> I had Scruffy in the stroller. I pushed uh, him down to the room, and the activities leader was with me, and um, the lady was petting him and talking to him. And then after a little while, we left, and the activities leader, uh, director said, I haven't seen her leave her room, but maybe like twice in the last five years. I oh, said, I'm wow. so glad you all were, you were able to come down there and take the bunny. So we were walking, and, and we turn around, and she's left her room. She's got her walker. She's coming down the hall. So she's 103 years old, leaving her room, wanting to come to the community room to see all the rest of the bunnies. And once she's there, she's holding the other bunnies. She's talking to the people. Mm. So just, hey, that's pretty cool. You know? yeah. She hasn't left her room in a couple of years, and she just wants to see our bunnies. Yep. And Chantel has a story about it.
3: Uh, it's amazing, just the, the- the connection that the bunnies will make with these people and we can share love with them. And it just makes a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, In one situation, going back to grief counseling, we had an opportunity, a young girl lost her dad on a tragic motorcycle accident. And um, it's just, you know, hard for an adult to wrap our minds around what that kind of loss would be like. But for a child to have to figure out how to deal with the loss and the emotions that accompany, you know, grieving the anger. Mm -hmm. And so She had shut down. She didn't want to do the counseling, didn't want to participate, didn't want to interact with anyone. And that's understandable. But um, she had an opportunity. Hey, come to the bunny barn. Would you like to hold a bunny? And she accepted that offer. And it was just a blessing for us to be able to offer that to her. And uh, she opened up and everything changed. And she Mm -hmm. wanted to start talking and sharing and dealing with all of this stuff that she shouldn't have to be forced to deal with in life. Yeah because of that bunny
0: oh
1: it just uh, it's an incredible opportunity and it's like it's amazing how something i mean so simple it's just as as some rabbits can really (laughs) be a life changer yeah yeah
0: Yeah.
3: so bunny blessings it's a blessing in in so many different
0: ways
1: (laughs) so if there's people that are interested i know that you talked about how much the organization has grown but if there's people that are interested in um, wanting to become a volunteer or wanting to to, to participate in in uh, the bunny uh, youth brigade um, where do people go to to find that information and to potentially get in contact with you
3: our website www.bunnyblessings.com has it all <laughs> said with a perfect
1: radio voice
3: <laughs> <laughs> and i mean we have a facebook page too bunny Blessings NC.
2: And the bunnies are on there all the time, and their little personalities are shining right through. (laughs) So
1: we're fun to follow. (laughs) And you said some of them even have their own pages?
2: Harley does. Harley
1: (laughs) Harley has. Well,
3: because he, you know, my daughter, she does Insta. So Harley the Buntastic, but Bunny Blessings NC is also on uh, Instagram as well.
1: Yes,
0: nice. Well, Brittany, Chantel, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you again for bringing Harley and Scruffy. Absolutely.
3: Thank you for having us.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Did you know Savvy Citizen now has a live music series? Check out the monthly episodes of Savvy Sounds, where we bring you original music and interviews with musicians from in and around Gaston County. View it on demand on the Gaston County Government YouTube page. Just search for the Savvy Sounds playlist. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. It's produced by the Gaston County Communications Office with hosts Janet Schaefer, D'Andrea Bradley, Elizabeth McGee, and Adam Gobb. Joshua Braswell serves as executive producer, and Gavin Stewart serves as field reporter and producer. Please like us and share reviews on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere you get your podcasts.